At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Podcast. Here's your host, Danny Burke. Welcome to it, folks. Time to start up another edition of VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Podcast. I am your host, Danny Burke, and alongside me, per usual, it is our guy, Mike Palm. You can give a follow on the tweets at Mike Palm Circa, and as for myself, at Danny Burke 5. Tons of coverage to delve into for the big game. We've got the Chiefs, we've got the Eagles, and we've got plenty of thoughts in terms of where this line opened, where it's moved to, some early uh, look ahead to some of these props, and uh, much more, some action that some of these sports books have been receiving, i.e. over at Circus Sports. So, Mike, my man, uh, certainly we've got plenty of time to preview this game, but you and I are going to look over more the technical side in terms of where the handle's been, and like I said, the line movements, and some early props that have stood out to us. But um, how have you been? How did your uh, championship weekend treat you? And uh, what are we thinking early on here for this big game? I made one bet, Danny. You know what it Came was. Through. It was the Eagles minus two and a half. Got a little bit of help with the Purdy injury, but uh, I thought it was the right play. And I never could get involved in that Kansas City game. You know, they got out to a lead, and I thought the number was too big. And then I might have, if I had gotten involved, taken the Bengals in the fourth quarter because I thought the momentum was with the Bengals. And even if they had to get to overtime, I thought the Bengals might have an advantage there. But I didn't get involved in a total or a side. So we had one bet, and we won it pretty easily, and now we move on. 
Yeah, and by the way, so I did forget to update our records going into last week, even though we dished them out. You've been on a nice little run here, 3-0 and with your past three picks, because in the divisional round, you had the 49ers, and then you had the same teaser that pretty much everybody had with the Chiefs and the Eagles. And then, like you just alluded to, you had the Eagles laying two in the hook this past weekend. You move up to 36-22-1. As for myself, I went 1-1 one one divisional round weekend. Mixon did not hit his rushing yards prop. He had his best game of the, well, of the playoffs, of course, but not the season. Uh, then I had the same teaser, so 1-1. One and, one. and then championship weekend, I had P. Ryan over his receptions, plus 125, which came through. And then the under 48 for Cincy and KC. So when 2-0 for championship weekend, my record 68-68. and 68. But I've uh, been having a pretty good postseason so far between both of us. And now looking forward to the big game. So I just want to ask you in terms of over at Circa, where did you guys yourselves open this game at? Because naturally there's a lot of variance throughout sports books. Uh, right now, the current number is one and a half in favor of Philly. Consensus total seems to be about 50 in the hook. But where did you guys open this game at? We opened uh, Chiefs two and a half. Um, mm. And, and, you have to consider that number isn't made in a vacuum because we had a ton of liability to the Chiefs, so we need sure. Eagles money to balance this out. We took a large bet on Kansas City at 10-1 to 1 in August, uh, and we really haven't vitiated off it too much. The Eagles are a big future book winner, and the Chiefs are a huge future book loser. So the balancing act, of course, without getting middled, um, is to get some Eagles money. The market would not tolerate Chiefs 2.5, and, and in less than five minutes it moved five points. To Eagles two and a half. Now it's settled in where it has pretty much across the board at Chiefs minus one and a half. Uh, excuse me, Eagles minus one and a half. I don't know. I don't think we could ever get to three, uh, but I thought the Eagles would be favored. If we'd have reacted to the market, maybe we open at Chiefs one and not two and a half. The five point swing is pretty big, although there's not a lot of key numbers in there to get middled between two and two. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I can't imagine this ends up anywhere but one or two. Eagles at close. So you personally, you would have had the Eagles as a slight favorite for your number. I have, I would have had Eagles one and a half, which is where it is. I, I just think, I think both quarterbacks are compromised. I think hurts is hurt as well. If you watched him play in that game, yeah. he did not look right. Um, will the two weeks help him? Will it help Mahomes? I don't know, but I just think this, the cast around hurts, especially on the defensive side of the ball is superior. I, I think you're right in making that argument. Uh, from my standpoint, I actually thought it would have been like at a pick em or the Chiefs is a slight favorite. But look, I mean, you're right. Pound for pound, the Eagles have the better roster. And you look at a lot of these stats and the advantage certainly goes to Philadelphia. Now, a lot of people are hanging their hat on the strength of schedule narrative. And Adam Burke had a really good write-up. I know Mitch Moss and Paulie Howard talked about this as well. So you could check that out at vcin.com or Adam goes more into it. But, Mike, some of the stuff that Adam was writing is going back since 2000 in the Super Bowl. In the 13 games with the strength of schedule difference of 10 or more spots, the team that played the better schedule, 10-3 and three straight up, 8-5 and five ATS. Uh, one of those losses was the Patriots when they came back 28-3 against the Falcons. So the Eagles had their strength of schedule at 31st, the Chiefs at 16. The caveat, though, too, is that out of those 10 winners, nine of them played a top 10 strength of schedule and seven played a top five. So, of course, Kansas City's at 16 doesn't fit into that necessarily. But how much are you putting focus 
on that in terms of what was built up coming into this game. Well, Danny, I don't know. I mean, facts are facts, I guess. But how are the Eagles? It's strange to me that the Eagles had the second easiest schedule when they played in arguably the toughest division. You had two other teams out of the East, and the, and the Commanders barely missed the playoffs. True. So it's hard to be their out-of-conference schedule. Was that week that it's the second worst in football? I mean, you have an NFC South of, of no team with 500. So that's surprising to me. I don't know that there's that big of a difference. Um, I, I can't base a handicap or a bet on that. It's an interesting thing to note. But to me, I don't know that, that there's enough context to the stat. All right. Well, let me ask you about another area to, that a lot of people are going to consider as well, because Philadelphia's pass defense, arguably the best in the NFL. But Mike, they really haven't faced a uh, huge group of solid quarterbacks this season. I mean, you would argue that what Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback that they've seen throughout the course of the season. Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones, they saw twice, and I'm still not high on Daniel Jones. You didn't really get anything from Brock Purdy naturally. You had like Kenny Pickett, Davis Mills, Heineke, Cooper Rush, Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Wentz, Lawrence, and that was in a bad weather game. So really, they haven't faced a top quarterback such as Patrick Mahomes. Do you put that into account when looking or really kind of establishing this Philadelphia defense? Well, who have the Chiefs faced as a pass rush like the Eagles? The Eagles are much better pass rush than Cincinnati, and they put pressure on Mahomes the whole game. So I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all because I don't think he's faced a secondary like this. Mahomes is obviously not 100%. Uh, you saw some of the errant throws. He's got a great will to win, and he got his team through the game. He also got about seven fortuitous calls by the officials to yeah. get through the game as well. So if they play the same game they played against Cincinnati, they're losing to the Eagles. I think you're right. I, I mean, look, you can go back and forth about the officiating all you want, but uh, Kansas City... Did get a little benefit, not even with that late call in terms of pushing Mahomes out. You knew they were going to make that call, but well, they have to. Uh, Danny. They said, uh, you have to. Right. You can't say, "Well, this is going to put him in field goal range and go to the Super Bowl," so we don't call it. You have to. <laughs> I mean, you have to make the call. Right. You have to call Tatum hitting LeBron across the arm. Right. You have to make the call. Mm -hmm. They should have, if anything, Bengals fans should be complaining about the missed block in the backs on the punt returns, but also Mike, holding. why are they punting a low line on the, drive in the middle of the field? There was holding on the last play too, where he got hit out of bounds, but yeah, the, the blatant, blatant block in the back on the punt return. Michael Lombardi talked about this earlier. How can you kick the ball in the middle of the field? I mean, you just can't. Exactly. Yeah, that's what they did. Yeah. They, they, the Giants did against the Eagles years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know when these coaches are going to learn about that. Why even take the risk? And it wasn't even a high punt. It was a low line drive coming in hot, and that's when a lot of these punt returns can be explosive, and that's exactly what happened with Sky Moore. But, um, no, you make a good point. Look, Kansas City is going to have to be pretty close to flawless because Philly does outmatch them in a lot of these positions. You certainly have the narrative argument with Andy Reid going against his former team that let him go, the Philadelphia Eagles. Sirianni, has he been battle-tested? I think that's another thing you got to consider as well, Mike, the head coaching battle. Well, Reid wouldn't be motivated if he wasn't going against his former team? What does that have to do with the <laughs> handicap? I, I don't know. I mean, I think Andy Reid is a good job of developing a game plan. I don't think he's good in the middle eight. Look at the end of the half. They could have put that game away. They're up 13-3. to three. They get the ball back with two and a half minutes to go, basically at the 40-yard line of the Bengals. 
Not only didn't they score, they let the Bengals score before the half. He never values having the last possession of the half. He did it in the championship game against the Bengals last year, too. He did it against the Texans in a playoff game. So the middle eight uh, is not his strength. But I I think he'll develop a game plan. Uh, The health of the receivers is obviously a a big thing here uh, for the Chiefs, and that story will continue to develop, and I'm sure we'll talk about it next Thursday when we do this with Matt Eumanns. Uh, but I respect him as an offensive mind, but as a game manager, I don't think he's in the top five in the league. Yeah. Hey, Mike, I want to switch over to the props now. Uh, what I saw that you guys are doing, and uh, I think you've done it in the years past, is you're allowing people to reach out and suggest a prop to put on the board for the Super Bowl. Now, of course, it has to get approved by the Gaming Commission, but uh, what kind of attention have you seen with that, and have any made it through all the requirements and onto the board yet? Well, of course, for most books, we've only probably released about 20% of our props at this time. So those new props are going through the vetting process with the gaming board right now. Uh, and we hope to have answers by tomorrow so that we can post them early next week, if not by Monday, so we can post them by Tuesday. Have you seen any heavy action on the props that you guys have uh, posted thus far? Well, they bet this um, first touchdown. That's always a popular one because you have it on every you know Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night game anyhow. Uh, and they're betting Kelsey. They're betting Kelsey for MVP too. It, by the way, if you did take that over six and a half minus one forty, he got there with seven catches. Wasn't as easy as the week before, but we did talk about that last week. How that number had it moved and it, and it would have cast. I ended up not betting it because the juice ran away from me. And once it got to one fifty, I said I didn't want to lay that much on it. Um, but it did cash. But so far in MVP and first touchdown, we've seen a little bit of, of uh, Kelsey love. Yeah. You know, Adam Burke and I were talking about this, and it seems hard to envision someone besides Patrick Mahomes winning this award. Obviously, Kelsey is the guy if it's not going to be him. But the issue with that is if Kelsey's padding his stats, that's coming from Mahomes, who would also be padding his stat. And you could argue the narrative of him being on one healthy ankle. And if he's able to overcome this Eagles team, you give the nod to Patrick Mahomes in that situation, wouldn't you? I think the Eagles, yeah, I think on the Kansas City side of the ball, it's very hard for somebody not Pat Mahomes to win it. Unless it's a defensive player who gets two turnovers and it's a low score. A lot of things have to happen, though, right? Um, On the Eagles side, I don't think it's the same if you want to bet an Eagles MVP. I think it could be a running bet. I think the Eagles are going to run the ball a lot uh, next Sunday. And, you know, somebody comes up with 130, 150 yards, they can sign to steal the show in these Super Bowls. Um, as a running back. Tough for wide receivers because they can't do it without the quarterback. The running back does it with the offensive line. The offensive lineman is not going to be an MVP. So th- that's a little bit different. But uh, I like the Eagles to really focus, because I, I don't think Hurts is 100%. And I think they're going to run the ball with their backs a lot in this game. Yeah, and look, if they can do that, that's what they're going to implement. They did it against San Francisco. Obviously, they did it against New York. Like His throws have been fine, but they haven't been stressing him enough because they've been powerful enough in the trenches to just run the ball. And look, Kansas City's run defense ain't anything special. We've clamored on that week after week. Now, granted, Cincinnati had no run offense whatsoever, and that was a detriment to them and why they couldn't get started out early and establish the passing effort and why Burrow was getting hit left and right. But um, yeah, hey, I mean, Philadelphia, they've really kind of gotten their rhythm down, and I think they'll look to establish that early on. And unless they're trailing, I mean, that's going to be their philosophy the whole way through. So, Mike, with that kind of being considered, does that interest you in props in terms of Philadelphia and their running backs 
Or the other side of that is, well, they kind of have a group of those running backs. You don't know how it's going to be divvied out as much. But the prop isn't out yet that I found. But team rushing yards, I think, for Philadelphia will be an interesting one to try to look at going over. That, of course, they haven't come out with that, or the, I haven't seen the individual uh, the individual backs yet. But as you say, they do it by committee there. So I would look at team rushing yards. I wouldn't go with Hurts. I don't think they're going to have him on a lot of designed runs. Um, but I would look at a, a Philadelphia team. I don't know if you can find one but a Philadelphia team total rushing yards uh, and consider that over depending on what the number is. Yeah, I'm looking around right now because I know some books did have some team stuff already, but I, I'm not seeing anything right now. That is interesting, and that's kind of a good way to look about it so you don't have to just sweat out player by player like you're saying. Uh, I do have one prop that I actually did pull the trigger on. Uh, I wanted to dish out to you and everybody listening to see what you were thinking. So I think Isaiah Pacheco is a very interesting player heading into this game and his rushing yards prop 48 in the hook seems to be about the consensus number uh, attempts 11 and a half. Although some books do have his rushing yards a little bit higher, but 48 and a half was the best at FanDuel. I believe anytime touchdown for Pacheco plus 140 saw that at BetMGM. So the reason he stands out, not only because of what he did last week in the passing game, but because of what he's consistently done in the running effort and the criticism of Philadelphia has always been their run defense. They're allowing 4.6 yards per carry to opposing backs, five flat yards per carry over the last three games. They allow about one rushing touchdown per game and they're 31st against the run in the red zone, according to football outsiders. But Instead of just looking single-handedly at the rushing yards prop, Mike, I'm looking at his rushing and receiving. And it's not just solely because of the recency bias in terms of what he did last week, but I think a reason you saw that spike is because he just takes the majority of the snaps, which has been consistent. But Mahomes, and if he's going to be somewhat limited with his ankle, you look for maybe more of a secure route based on how that's set up and going up against a really good Philadelphia pass defense. The shorter, secure plays could be more beneficial for Kansas City. He, during the regular season, averaged 49 rushing yards and only 7.6 receiving yards. But like I said, last week, I uh, had a great game, five catches for 59 yards. But when he got receptions, he made the most of it. 10 yards per reception uh, is what he accumulated. And Philadelphia allowing opposing backs over five receptions for 32 receiving yards per game. I like the combined numbers here. And this is the biggest thing. We always hammer this. Make sure you are shopping your lines in anything you're betting, but especially the Super Bowl and with these props, because there's so many discrepancies. Mike, 68 and a half for rushing and receiving combined here in Illinois seemed to be the consensus number. I know Bet Rivers had like 64 and a half, but FanDuel actually has 63 and a half with the over at minus 114. So I bet that right now instead of waiting over 63 and a half for Pacheco rushing and receiving, thinking he could be utilized once again, whether it's in the rushing or whether it's hanging on more so with the receiving. I think they're going to hang on him a decent amount in this game, Mike. He's an impressive guy. He gets up there in the hole and, and, and gets the most out of the carries with a lot of momentum. Did you bet those running back total receptions over last week? You were talking about the Bengals, remember, two and a half and three yeah. and a half? Yeah, so I did the P Ryan over two and a P, half that at plus wins. 125. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. came yeah. through. <laughs> yeah, that that was a little bit of a, I mean, he didn't do anything in the receiving game. He got like three yards yeah. or something four like yards. that. Four yards, <laughs> four yards on yeah. three catches. <laughs> yeah, but luckily he racked up the reception. Yeah. So uh, that was nice to come home. 
Um, Mike, I do have another prop to ask you about, and this is always kind of a fun one to look at more just, you know, having fun with it and picking your brain. But what do you think about the total players to have a pass attempt? Uh, just at DraftKings, I saw two and a half was the number and the overs plus 165. You think we're going to get trickery and have someone else throw the ball? What about injury? There's two ways to win that. Uh, sure. There's, you know, how about Mahomes takes a hit and they have to bring Henny in for a series? I mean, the, the, there's your double option. Or if they have Boston Scott throw a pass or some something like that. It's an interesting bet for a few dollars, right? Because you, you, you don't want to... Bet the no on that, lay the price, and then pray nothing ever happens. I mean, that's that would be a horrible way to sweat a bet to me. Right. <laughs> yeah, you would not be having fun, that's no. for sure. Just an awesome play on a trick, and yeah. you can't even be happy for it. So, yeah, you'd potentially be screwed yourself on that one. All right, so Jalen Hurts, you talked about maybe him being a little banged up. You're thinking he won't get as involved in the running game, but we do think the Eagles are going to focus on the running effort more so. I'm just curious here what you think about the completions and attempts, though. 21 and a half for the completions. Attempts consensus is 32 and a half. The lowest I saw was 31 in the hook at FanDuel, minus 122 to the over. So the Chiefs are allowing opponents to get 24 completions per game, which is 30th. Uh, they're allowing opponents a completion rate of 65 and a half percent. I, you know, again, this could be a scenario, though, where, yeah, they're going to try to run the ball. But if the Chiefs get out to that early lead and they are containing the running effort well enough, don't you think that Hurts and company are going to have to start throwing the ball? I mean, it all ties in together naturally, but those numbers are so low. And against this mediocre Kansas City pass defense, at least in terms of the short passes, it's kind of attractive. I think I, I don't want to get involved there. I don't think there's a real big advantage in the, on those numbers uh, for hurt. So I'll pass. Okay. And then another one I had with the quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, how many passing touchdowns do you think he's going to have? So one and a half is a number at DraftKings. The overs minus two Oh five. If you want to lay some heavy juice thinking he could get multiple, uh, if you want two and a half at points bet, the best number to the under is minus $2. The overs plus one fifty. So Philadelphia is allowing 1.2 passing touchdowns per game, which is fourth fewest. 0.3 the last three games. And, you know, take that into context with their last three opponents, though. Mahomes has had two passing touchdowns in each of the two playoff games this year. Um, if you want to do the exact number of touchdown passes, DraftKings, I saw, was offering that. And at two exactly, Mahomes was plus 225. Would there be anything that stands out to you worth the play for those numbers? What's the under on one and a half plus what? Plus $2 plus... Let me see. Okay, so under one and a half passing touchdowns for Mahomes is plus one seventy at DraftKings. But over is two fifty or two dollars? Two ten right now is the updated number. Oh. Was two oh five now minus two ten uh, to the over. I wouldn't go over. I just think this Philadelphia I get you know, if they get the drive sustained and you get down to the ten yard line, it's a little different um story. But still this is a very hard defense to throw against. Um but at the same time, I don't think Kansas City is gonna run the ball that much. Uh, how about either quarterback and any time rushing touchdown? This this new thing where they push them in is very interesting, especially yeah. Hurts, right? They like to, when they need a yard, they get behind Hurts and they just mm -hmm. push him in. That seems to be what they do all the time. I suppose it's a favorite in any time rushing touchdown for Hurts. Yeah, Hurts is it. definitely one of the short shots. Let yeah. me look at the number really quick. 
Uh, were we talking? No, maybe this was a different show. What do you think about that rule in terms of pushing the quarterback in? You for or against that? Well, it, I, I didn't like it when Reggie Bush did it. Uh, <laughs> and, it, you know, the pushing liner and all that against Notre Dame. I, I mean, I, I don't have a strong feeling. The defense will have to figure out a way to stop it, right? I mean, and you can if you cover all the gaps. But if there's any gap at all, you just sort of squeeze through like a crack in the wall. So I don't, I don't, I don't really care about it. I get mad at play calls of one yard when they don't, when they throw the ball. So I, I'm more for the the shoving play than than what Minnesota does, throwing the ball 30 yards down the field on fourth and an inch. Fair enough. I'm um, just looking at DraftKings at least right now. Yeah, Hertz is the favorite, Mike, minus 115 for an anytime touchdown score. Miles Sanders minus 115. Actually, excuse me, Travis Kelsey uh, minus 130 has the biggest juice yeah. in terms of an anytime touchdown score. I don't think that's bad. That bad of a price hurts. Touchdown minus one fifteen, rushing touchdown. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's exactly. Even though he was banged up and they had a pretty comfortable lead, they did it twice in a row. (laughs) Yeah, the second time, it's like, all right, why are you even risking it at this point? That was kind of nutty, but hey, we always see these teams do those type of crazy things. Uh, Mike, anything else in terms of props or any other bets? that you're looking forward to or that circa maybe posting that people should keep a lookout for. I don't know on those. I bet three of them so far, Danny, three props I made. I bet. Will there be a score in the first six minutes of the game? No. Minus 140. If you go back and look at the Super Bowl history, it, it, this is a favorite to know, right? Because there hasn't been a lot of scoring early in games. The other thing is, here's the thing that beats you. The thing that beats you is you get a long pass and then a field goal. If you sustain the drive at all, these drives go more than six minutes. And if you get a punt to start, it's a big favorite. I also bet for a small amount, because the, 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 but no score in the first three minutes, minus 550. Now, that, that's, much, that's much smaller. I'm, I bet a more significant amount on no sit. And then there's a prop at William Hill. Who will commit the first turnover of the game? Which is, I think, a very interesting prop. I took no turnovers that there'd be no turnovers in the game at plus $9. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I mean, look, if you think about it, yeah, Philly's pass defense is great, but Patrick Mahomes going to try to be more <laughs> concise as much as he can be in this type of game. And going with what you think the strategy is going to be with Philly, you're not throwing the ball as much, and Hertz hasn't been that liable as of late. I don't hate that. I, I think... I almost thought you were just going to say, you know, one of the random players to fumble, but you're, you know, throwing a dart at that point of who it's going to be. So I kind of like that. Nine to one. No turnovers. Okay. I like it. Um, did you have anything or have you done in the past where it was like the first kickoff to be taken out of the end zone? That one's gotten steamed up so much over the years. I think it, it was like minus 190 or something like that now. I have never bet that. I don't bet the the... The coin toss. I don't. I don't bet anything like that. Um, length of the songs. I see they have one now when they play "America the Beautiful." Who will the camera go to first? Which player or coach? And you could bet it by team too. It's interesting. The Chiefs are like minus a dollar twenty-five that it's going to be one of them, but yet they have the biggest three favorites in the market. If you do it by matchups, it's probably going to be Mahomes, right? Don't you think they would show Mahomes first? Uh, when they're playing that song, but whatever. They might show them during the anthem. Ah, who knows? It's for some funny stuff, and people love it, the Gatorade colors, all that stuff. They love to have instantaneous decisions, right? That's our culture. Right. 
They don't want to wait. No, no goal. It used to be no goal first 10. Now they got no goal first five. Score used to be first six and a half. Now five, now four, now three. People want a decision now. They want to be able to bet on each and every play. Mike, I saw our very own Greg Peterson make this bet, and I just found it right now at DraftKings. Uh, any field goal or extra point to hit an upright or crossbar, the yes plus 450, the no minus 650. What would you do with that one? Well, I wouldn't bet the no because uh, these extra points become adventuresome too, right? And even the Butker uh, is, you know, ha- has struggled with some extra points here and there. Um, how about why don't they have a Bears one for a longer price to hit a double doink? You get the, du- <laughs> the double doink at 50 to 1 or something like that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to get that one. Yeah, right. The double right. doink. <laughs> I, in my right mind, could not bet that. Still traumatized about that experience, but I'm sure a lot of other people would be infatuated with it. Well, ma'am, it's going to be a blast to see all these other props posted. And like Mike was saying, they're going to keep filtering them in throughout the coming days over at Circus. So if you're visiting Las Vegas, if you have it in your neck of the woods, be sure to be on a lookout for that. We'll have you covered next week. I'm going to be doing a specific prop show. And then like Mike already alluded to, we'll have the trio back in the mix. We'll have Mike, we'll have Matt, we'll have myself, and we will get you all our official plays heading into the Super Bowl. So make sure you keep checking for more episodes here on VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Podcast. Make sure you're checking out VEASAN.com all of the programming for so much coverage. We'll also be on Radio Row, have some shows going there down in AZ. So a lot of fun, a lot of good stuff to look forward to. Uh, Mike, before we head out here, my man, any final thoughts? Uh, no, I, I think we're in for a, a, a good Super Bowl here uh, for betting. There's also a lot of crazy stuff going on in quarterback markets we can talk about next week too with Matt Humans. I mean, there's so much uncertainty with the Brady retirement. Like the whole NFC South, you don't know who anybody's quarterback's going to be. You know, right? Who's the best quarterback in the NFC South right now? Desmond Ritter? Jameis Winston? <laughs> they didn't even let him play. So there's, there's, so, there's so many interesting storylines in football that'll take us even beyond the Super Bowl. But looking forward to a really fun week. I'll be down in Phoenix next week on... Um, on uh, on Tuesday, doing some interviews on nice. Radio Row. I know Vston's going to have some shows down there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So we this should this should be an excellent week coming up. And I apologize. Thank you for reminding me about the head coach, uh, Sean Payton, the Denver. What'd you <laughs> think of that? Uh, I don't love it, but I don't blame him. He 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 got his money, and then he, it, it's got to be a long term plan because. You're going to have an owner with the, with the Walmart money that can spend some money and, and build a team. So I, I don't know how long. Does he think he can fix Russell Wilson, or does he think he can get away from Russell Wilson within the first couple of years? I, I, it'd be interesting there. And we don't know who his, his defensive coordinator is going to be yet, so that's a big thing when you're talking about the Broncos. We don't know who his, his offensive line coach is going to be. So it, it certainly is an interesting move. <laughs> It's just like you, you thought the Broncos were already going all in with Russell Wilson, and now they're doing it even more so for their head coach, Mike. So it'll <laughs> end up being, what, three first-round picks, three second-round picks, plus additional assets for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, and then they have their huge contracts. If this doesn't get even close to remotely successful, I mean, this team's going to be pushed so far back. Hey, you're really going all in at this point. Yeah, I guess maybe with McCarthy – you know, they're going to keep McCarthy. They're going to keep Staley and the Chargers. Maybe that forced his hand. There wasn't anything better that he thought out there. And this was a spot. You know, Rappaport reported he was the third choice 
for the yeah. job behind Harbaugh <laughs> and the 49ers defensive coordinator, right, Ryan? So it's it's all very strange uh, what's going on there. But, you know, they were so so excited with Russell Wilson going there. And now the, the next thing is, like, when when are we going to be relevant again? Is it going to be now or is it is it, you know, a three-year plan? Yeah, man. That's they, wasted, be, uh... they wasted a good defense, I'll tell you that. That they did. That they did. Going to be a roller coaster there in the Mile High City, but uh, we'll certainly have you covered like we do for all of your NFL content here on the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Podcast. He is Mike Palm. Big shout out to him. Remember to follow him on Twitter at Mike Palm Circa. As for myself at Danny Burke 5 and for VEASAN at VEASAN Live on the tweets. That's going to do it. Stay tuned for another episode next week. We'll have a couple more, but until then, best of luck with all your wagers and take care, folks. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.